This is it. Those famous, famous three words. And we're back with much fanfare. Your boy is back. E.T. on the MIC, of course. And here we are, standing, pacing, as you may hear, pacing around the pebbles in the garden. In the corner of the su- in the corner of the garden where the sun still shines, but it's not going to last long. It's not going to last too deep into this broadie. But we're going to soak up the rays while we can. It's a big episode today. It's a big episode. It's an episode where I felt the most pressure to deliver. I'll say that right now. Most pressure to deliver for a number of reasons. And I'll get straight into why that is. Reason number one. Let's cut right to the chase. Reason number one. There has been a discovery here at the station. The discovery was made on Thursday. It was then confirmed on Friday and Saturday. Maybe not Sunday, but we got all the confirmation we needed. And that was one of our listeners. We dis- we, we re- the dis- The discovery was made as to the identity of one of our listeners. There had been many a call out, both on my show and on Normancito's show. We wanted to hear from our listeners. And in fact, there was a pod, one of our podcast episodes was calling for our listeners to make themselves known in the title itself. None of our listeners came forward until Thursday. And who was that listener? Who is that listener? Is, of course, Georgie. Georgie. This raises several problems. And I I must make it clear right now that I'm well aware. I'm well aware. Said person, said Georgie almost certainly is tuned in at this very second. So the meta broadcast just got more meta. This is a very unique situation which no one, no one can really relate to. No one can relate to this because who else is there that has a podcast detailing a daily life whereby... No friends and family are aware of said podcast. Because why? Because it means that it can't be... It can't be the intricate details of one's life if friends and family are listening. It just... That just... It would be impossible. It would be impossible. And of course we're not talking about trash talking and shit talking our friends and family. Which is what has been assumed by said friends and family. Why can't I hear it? What are you saying about me? Well... I might be talking about you, but there's a slim chance I'm talking shit about you. And if I'm talking shit about you, it's for good reason. We all talk shit about each other sometimes. But we've put such value on the identity of this broadcast. We've put such value on keeping this broadcast as pure as the driven snow that we haven't been able to share with our friends and family. 
because we of course we could share with our friends and family but what would that mean it would mean we'd have to censor the content a little bit there was there would be so much content that we just wouldn't talk about because ah oh, just in case so and so's listening or just in case so and so's listening this podcast is everything to myself and to Normancito we've been doing this for 4 years 4 years daily contact keeping track of one another's lives and of course searching for grandpa you know got to find that fuck got to find that old fuck but we decided listen if we're going to find grandpa we're going to need the help of other people we don't necessarily need the help of our friends and family but the rest of the world we're going to need their help so we'll we'll do this broadcast and create this search party and only be looking for the help of random people. We don't need our friends and family. If anyone's going to find Grandpa, it's going to be us. And we've kept that, we've kept true to that for four years. Now that we're global, however, and we're live on Spotify FAME, live on Anchor FAME, wherever you get your podcasts, keeping our identity hidden, keeping the podcast private, is a challenge that we face day in and day out. And about a month ago, of course, I went to spend a couple of evenings with young Georgie. Georgie from Buenos Aires. Real Argentinian name, Georgie. Georgie from Buenos Aires. Georgie, if you're listening, and I know you are, how are you doing? In fact, I know how you're doing. We've been in touch today. Did I tell you that I would be broadcasting this evening? No, I didn't. Did I need to? I don't think so. Two, you know, a month ago, I went over to meet Georgie, to meet Susie, Georgie's step-grandmother. And uh, just before I left on day two, just before... I left and Georgie fled back to London. I said, listen, have a quick listen to the potty. Have a quick listen. This is it. Just just to give you an idea of what I'm up to behind the scenes, you know, in my spare time as a hobby. My hobby is finding my grandpa and broadcasting. And I said, Georgie, Georgie, here. Here's a quick sneak peek. But it will just be a peek. You know, this is just to let you know. Really, I just wanted to laugh. I wanted to laugh. I think it was probably... It would have been a clip from Normando's show that I was playing due to shyness. You know, I don't want to hear myself. Nobody wants to hear themselves live on the mic. So I played a little bit of Normancito. I think I got a little bit of a laugh. Definitely some confusion. And I forgot to add that I played this not on my phone but on Georgie's phone, for I had no internet. I couldn't do it on my phone, so I thought, you know what? I don't like typing these words into somebody else's phone. I really don't. But here it is. I played the clip, got the snigger. We talked about it for a minute, and then I said, I will be deleting this. I made that quite clear. You can't listen to this broadcast, so I will be deleting it. Straight after, she complied. You complied, Georgie, and uh, 
I deleted it. Only the next day did my sister station co-host alert me to the fact that there was a recent Spotify update. Recent Spotify update whereby on the home screen you'll see recently played. Not recently searched for, but recently played. Maybe that was there before, but it was not so front and centre until days before the meeting of myself and Georgie. Therefore, the next day I realised next time Georgie jumps onto Spotify to listen to her favourite new pop track or her favourite new reggaeton song, she's going to see Searching for Grandpa. It's pretty eye-catching. I mean, it was designed to be eye-catching. I designed it myself. It's a Spotify original. It's a globe. There's a, it's a red... It's a globe surrounded in red blood. Is that Grandpa's blood? Is he dead? No. We don't think so. We think he's still alive. It's going to be even harder to find him if he's dead. So... It's eye-catching. It did its job. And Georgie saw the playlist. From here on in, it'll be a fabrication on my part, but we know that Georgie's listened to... Georgie, we know you've listened to a number of episodes. Why do we know that? She mentioned... You mentioned squirting. On night number one, maybe night number two. Of our recent adventure in London. And I think it was Thursday. It was definitely the first evening that we spent together. I was alerted to the fact that Georgie had been listening to the podcast. And now that I think about it, it's not something that we really talked about for four days. We didn't really say... It, as, I, as I made clear to Georgie, I said, you seem like... I mean... You're saying you're listening to the podcast. You're pointing out topics from the podcast. Therefore, I know you're telling the truth, but you seem like you're lying. You seem like you're teasing me, you know? Teasing me that you've listened to the podcast whilst telling me facts about the podcast. So there's no question. One of our many, many, many listeners is Georgie. And really... That's all it was, the conversation. Any time it was about the podcast, it was just me laughing in, in somewhat some amazement. The fact that the secret is out and this does cause a problem for myself. It causes a bit of a problem for the radio show because this is the first time it's happened. There was, of course, the incident with, with DB, Dirty Brook, in Mexico. It caused a rift. And there was only one winner, and that was, of course, Search of a Grandpa. But this is a different situation. Because... DB was never going to hear the broadcast. She was never going to hear it. You're travelling. You know, you're travelling. You've had a great connection, a great connection, but... It's, uh... It's a bit of a temporary thing, a transitory thing. DB was never DB was never going to hear the podcast. She was only ever going to be a short-term character on the podcast. But here we are, June 1st. The situation with Georgie is different. Because 
whilst we met four years ago and re-met just last month, we had a good time together two weeks ago, of course. Been in regular contact. And we just spent four days together in London and had a fantastic time. Thus edging Georgie closer into the friends and family circle of myself. You know, DB was always about a mile away from that circle, despite the good times had. But Georgie doesn't appear to be a temporary character. You know, we get along really well. We get along really well. And Georgie, if you listen to this, thanks for tuning in. I, well, I guess I'm not going to delve too deep into this subject, but to all of our listeners out there, you get the gist of things here. You get the gist of things. There's somebody that would, had she not, had you not been listening to this broadcast, you would have been talked about, and you will be talked about on this broadcast. But my mind is fully focused on. <laughs> on delivering a broadcast that is true to the traditional in the traditional sense of a broadcast this whole broadcast is about honesty comedy but it's the real life it's the real life journal of two guys who are also searching for the grandpa this in the purest sense is a journal day in day out give or take a journal by myself, not written in a, in a diary, dear diary. This is a, a journal written with my mouth, typically in the evening, into my phone. Shared with my co-host, Normancito. It's a, what has always been a two-way journal, and we've been willing to open that journal up to, to, to the world providing our identity is secret and the world never finds out really who we are. We do not want our friends and family listening to the broadie because this is a light this is our this is a lifeblood to us. This is this is our relationship and our friendship and we wanted to share that with the world so that we could find our grandpa. None of my friends, none of my family, whilst they know I've got a broad a podcast, they all know I've got a podcast. But they don't know the name of it, and they've never listened to it. Unless, of course, there are a couple of rogue friends or family members listening to this broadly right now that I'm not aware of. So it really does get pretty meta. But one person that we do know listening to the show, her initials, your initials are GM. Georgie Georgetta Mason. Thus, making this a very important show today because the game has changed. The game has changed. And I've just spent four days, kind of five days, I've spent nearly a week with the one person that is listening to the show at this very moment. Not the one person. We know there are a few more of you. <laughs> of course, I'm 
talking to you, Carolina Chris. Thanks for tuning in. Our Mexican correspondent, Carolina Chris, who I'm told... Yep. Yep, the producer's in my ear right now. Carolina Chris will be sending in a segment on Norancito's next show. So please, to all of you listeners out there, stay tuned for an update from Mexico. Has he found Grandpa? Has he heard a, a rumor that Grandpa's in Puebla? In Tlaxcala even? No less? In Tulum? We just don't know, but we will be hearing from Carolina Chris in the next episode. So buckle up and stay tuned. But as I said, I've now got to deliver a broadcast. We're 17 minutes in. I've got to deliver a broadcast. I'm just warming up. I've got to deliver a broadcast with, a.k.a. I've got to write a piece in my journal. I've got to write a piece in my journal about the weekend that I've had, the long weekend that I've had with Georgie, our new listener. And I have to do it in a way that is... Respectful to all parties. It has to be respectful to Georgie. You know? And of course it will be. It would be respectful even if she or you weren't listening to it. It would be respectful, of course. For I have nothing but good things to say about Georgie. And long-time listeners might think, well, you've had other, you've had other people on the show that... You've talked about other people on the show that you liked, but... You know, you, you said this about them or this about them. Yeah, it's because this is a comedy broadcast. Just go, you know. I was going to suggest you go and listen to a comedian and hear some of the stuff they say, but I'm not, I'm not trying to draw any comparisons between myself and world-famous comedians. But it's, uh, it's, it's important to know that the, the grounding of mine and Normancita's relationship has always been in comedy. We have the same sense of humour. We enjoy each other. We enjoy each other's sense of, sense of humour. And so much more, of course, about, about our one another. But comedy's a pretty core pillar in our relationship. And just a heads up, guys. I'm still in the sun over here. I'm in the one corner of the garden that's still in the sun. And... I'm just pacing up and down. You might even hear me pacing. I'm pacing up and down while staying in the sun. Broadying. And thus forgetting where I was. But no. We were just talking about the importance of comedy in the sister station relationship. So, without further ado, we're going to take a short commercial break from one of our favourite jingle makers. and We'll be right back with you. Welcome back to the show. So here we are. Welcome to part two. This is the part where I talk about my weekend. And of course, following the update from my side, we've still got extensive show notes from Norman Mancito to get into. This might be a long show. Right, by now, you'll realise how long this show is exactly. You'll see it on your phones. You'll be like, oh, it says it's an hour and 21 minutes here, E.T., what the fuck are you asking that for? We know, why don't you know? 
It's a great question, and one I can't give an answer to right now. But alas, and let's just take one more moment to realise what a unique situation this is. Here I am, broadcasting on Spotify FAMA. Anyone in the world with an internet connection can listen to this broadcast. And whilst I'm fully aware of that, and, and I'm sure there'll be millions of people tuned into the broadcast at this very second, definitely in the future. People, as we, we keep mentioning, people will be in the future coming back to this archival footage of just a couple of guys, a couple of guys in 2021 and before talking about their daily lives. No other record of something like this. You know, there isn't. But here I am broadcasting to the world and to a few other people that were well aware of who they are. Who is one of those? Normancito, my co-host. Of course he's listening. Of course he's listening. I'd put my life on that. Who else would I put my life on that is listening right now? Georgie, that is you. So here I am. Carolina, Chris, a tip of the cap to you too. You're tuned in. You really got to imagine what's happening here. Imagine if we just sat in a room on one chair beside me, Normancito. He hasn't met Georgie, but she sat right in front of him and she's on my right side. There's a triangle of us in a room. Just outside the triangle, just behind Normancito, is Carolina Chris, our Mexican correspondent. With four of us in a room. And of course, we've got our other listeners dotted around the room. We just don't know who they are. If you're listening right now and tuned in, shoot us a DM on Instagram. Instagram.com forward slash searching for grandpa. Shoot us a DM. You will see there's one video on there, one little clip of Dan. A clip of, or a clip talking about Dan, Chesney's boyfriend. Has Dan listened to the podcast? Hell no. Has Chesney listened to the broadcast? Hell no. She knows better than to ask. But we've identified who's in the room right now, or in the metaphorical room. So let's carry on. Let's carry on. But let's just, ima- let's just appreciate. Not to mention all the Spotify listeners. Let's just appreciate how meta slash how much pressure is on me to deliver a performance here. Georgie. Georgie even told me she told all of her friends about this. She might not have said all, but she definitely said her friends. You definitely said your friends. Told my friends about it. Of course I have. But here's the thing. I haven't told them the name of the podcast, which you might as well. Now that I think about it, you might as well. Because if there's anything of interest that I say on here, anything that you'd find potentially a a topic of conversation, you're going to tell them. You're going to tell the friends. They're going to find out anyway. So it's like it's virality when you're not looking for vir- I mean, we're looking for virality. But do we want it to go viral through our friends and family? 70 degrees of separation, you know. Georgie's uncle's dog's dog sitter we'll be finding out about this in just a few weeks. 
But this also raises the question, maybe we just need to accept that people are going to find out about this broadcast. And if, that, if that's the case, sure, we can try it out and see how we can continue, see how it will go. But I think there would come a point where we just have to change the format. You know, it, can't, it won't be our journal anymore. We'll start another broadcast, another podcast, maybe with a different name, a different format. Maybe we'll be interviewing chess players and we'll call it a chess broadcast. But that would just mean that we'll still be having these conversations offline on WhatsApp FAMA once again. And we don't want to do that. We want to stay on Spotify FAMA. We want to become world famous. We want to monetize this broadcast. Sure, we can improve. We can improve course we can we want to we know we can but we also recognize that it's a unique it's a unique format for a podcast it's just two guys talking to each other journaling their lives in the most honest way which sounds cliche but there's something to it any broadcast any podcast that has that isn't secret it can't be i don't believe it can be 100 percent off 100% authentic I don't think it's possible we're looking for 100% not 99% lots of 99% you know Joe Rogan I'm not, I don't think he's not being authentic on, on his podcast but is he being as honest as he fucking could be is he giving you the, the details about his relationship with his wife or his kids you know you now got RJ looking at me hi RJ <laughs> well, that's funny. Oh, that is really funny. To all of our to all of our new listeners, you might not know who RJ is because he's not really featured too much recently. But it is, of course, Mum's partner RJ. Um, Joe Rogan might be ninety nine percent authentic, but does he talk about? the intricate details of his relationship with his wife or how he's struggling with his son <laughs> he doesn't if Joe Rogan took a Spanish exam in the King's Spanish and he pissed himself before the exam is he going to be talking about that on the show Joe Rogan's a comedian but I don't think he would be you know so that's where we well, that's what I mean by authenticity I'm not saying people aren't honest. If they've got a podcast, you're not honest and you're not, you know, being authentic. But, I mean, we're trying... This is our journal. You can't get more authentic than a journal. If, and if I didn't even have Normancito to, to, to speak to, and I did write a journal, this is what I'd be talking about. So this has really dragged on, this introduction. But, as I said, it's an important episode. So uh, we wanted to make it clear how we feel about broadcasting right now. Without further ado, let's continue. So Thursday, I don't even remember what happened before before Thursday. It's hard enough to remember what happened yesterday and the day before, so you'll appreciate that. Of course, we haven't broadcast in about a week, maybe more. I'm not feeling too rusty right now. WD-40 myself, so... Yeah, Thursday... What did I do? Oh yeah, I took the train. I took the train. It was a beautiful day. This was all being this weekend has been timed almost to perfection. You know, we've of course had despicable weather here in the UK 
for since last year since last year may was not nice at all it fucking rained the whole time probably the record may for wetness aka rainfall um which you know may is usually a beautiful month here but it wasn't until last thursday the weather the weather changed the weather turned and uh your boy jumped on a train or two trains should i say up to london taking the scenic route and a route that i've never taken before First to Exeter, yep, as expected. And then, I mean, typically you go up to Bristol, you cut across, you go past Reading, yada, 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 you're in London, a few stops. The one I took, kind of cut through, not the coast, you know, not the, not the Bristol route, but kind of in between the two. Right through the southwest, stopping off every five fucking minutes. But alas, I did make it back to London, where I've not been for about a year. I think I think it was last August or something that I was there or did I go in September I might have gone in September actually but it's been a while of course we've not been permitted to go to London until recently which is the reason no less made it up there I get out of Waterloo immediately I feel good you know I'm a city guy as much as I appreciate the countryside I'm happy in the countryside. I need I need that city pulse. I need that energy. I need that diversity. So the second I walked out, I felt like I was in my comfort zone. You know? And, uh... Yeah. Got out of Waterloo. I mean, this is going to be a long podcast if I give you the play-by-play of the weekend, but... You see what I'm trying to do here. Um, then de- decided to meet with Georgie. Georgie, if you're listening, thanks for tuning in. It means the world to me. Uh, <laughs> Georgie and I met up at Victoria Park by the boathouse. We rented a boat from a company fronted by a young lady, green-eyed lady, basketball-playing lady with broken fingers. Just two broken fingers slash fra- fractured fingers, should I say. And uh, she gave us the keys to the boat. She gave us the oars to the boat. And I, I did say to Georgie, Georgie, are you, are you trying to do this to give me PTSD? knowing full well that just just a month ago I told her about the most traumatic slash stressful experiences of my life which was in the village where we were spending the evening the village where at the yearly summer regatta the beer race I froze I froze and everyone raced off past me the whole village looked down on me bathed in the sun Laughing at me, pointing and laughing. Come on, Ollie. Right now, row the other way. No, left, no, back, forward, back. Oh, you're going to the beach. You know, people spitting on me, throwing tomatoes at me, sneering at me, giving me the finger. You name it, they were doing it to me. Traumatic experience. 
And here we are again, a month after mentioning that experience, Georgie suggests we go and row boats. Or a boat, just one boat. And I said, are you trying to give me PTSD here or what? You know what this, you know, you know I can't handle this. I was visibly shaking. That's not true, but. So we got in the boat. The young girl, green-eyed girl says, I can get around this thing in three and a half minutes. I said, okay, well, I can't see how big this pond slash lake is. There's been a lot of slashes in today's show. I can't see how big this lake is. Uh, okay, three and a half minutes. It took Georgie and I just shy of an hour to get around. And yes, we weren't racing, but we were getting caught up in the reeds. It was like it was like a computer game, you know? You're just fucking stuck in the mud. It was like the wrong way to go. But we persevered. We saw a dead fish. We created a new game which was basically hand tennis with a miniature tennis ball that we'd plucked from the water due to Georgie's desire to integrate it into an artistic project, I do believe. For all of our new listeners, Georgie is a very talented painter. paint S, should I say. So she wanted the tennis ball, and yeah, like I said, we played hand tennis back and forth the boat and uh, not sure who won not sure who won but it's a fantastic game that was part of the reason why we didn't make it back in three and a half minutes about 50 minutes in of a 30 we had a 30 minute boating session I will add after about 50 minutes green eyed girl starts coming towards us we say oh fuck the feds are coming the police are coming and she says come on guys I don't remember what she said, but she was trying to get us to come in. And we said, well, we're just so useless at this. How do you do this in three and a half minutes? You know, we, we, we played Green Eyed Girl, if you're listening. I know Georgie might have slipped the potty to you on the way out. So if you're listening, thanks for giving us that extra 25 minutes. We do appreciate it. But um, no, we, we, we killed her with kindness. And listen, I'm a charming guy. And Georgie's... As charming a girl as one would meet, as you can meet. So it's a deadly duo. It's a deadly duo for anybody in the service industry. You know, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle not to give us free shit. Um, And of course, whilst she definitely should have charged us double, charged us for that extra half an hour, just shy, she she let us off scot-free. And there's a lesson there, you know. Whether you're you're at a register, you're at a checkout, you know you're buying tickets for something. You got to be friendly to the you got to be friendly to the staff. First and foremost, be friendly just because it's it's nice to be a you know friendly person. I think a lot of people aren't aware of that, but just be friendly. You know, they may be a checkout person, but they're just a person trying to make some money going to work. So there's no reason not to be friendly to them. You know, the amount of times that you you come across or I'll come across somebody at a checkout or somebody in a kind of automated service role going through the motions you know they'll be like that for the first few seconds then you you hit them with a little bit of sarcasm a little joke a little bit of dry humor a bit of wit 
they'll open right up, you know, like a pine cone. Not all of them, of course, not all of them. Plenty of assholes out there too. But um, Green Eyed Girl wasn't one of them. She was cool. So we did that. And uh, now I'm feeling like this is a test of my memory. You know, test of my memory. What did we do after that? I think we went back to Georgie's. I think we went back to Georgie's because we had a, a fairly early dinner at a vegan restaurant. Delicious. Much deliberation whether to sit outside or in because it was the first day of summer, or so it felt. We sat inside. Georgie made a comment about how she, how she likes to see gay couples kissing in the street. You know? And said it was still, you know, even, even in an open-minded society, like, like London, for example, still don't see it very often. And I argued, you don't really see people making out in the street in public all that often anyway. I mean, to all of our listeners out there, how often do you make out, have make-out sessions in public? Not that often. Maybe, yeah, if you had a few drinks or you're at a bar or you're having a romantic... Oh, oh, if you're having... Tell a lie, you know, picnics in the park. You know, there's plenty, plenty of places to make out. I'm not saying making out's rare. Or I've never made out in public. But it's not actually that common. Of course, you know, kiss here, kiss there. Most make outs are... You know, it's, it's when you're saying goodbye. It's like, oh... See in a couple of weeks, then you're more likely to just make out in the middle of the pavement, you know, middle of the sidewalk, to all of our American listeners. And Georgie just commented on how she likes to see it. Just gets extra pleasure when it's a gay couple, you know. Or at least she said it was still exciting or kind of unique. And Georgie might be saying, "That's not what I said." Georgie might be listening, thinking, "You're twisting my words, et." If I can twist in my words, this is why I didn't want to be on the podcast. She was, she, but she was saying all this, and we were talking about this. Sat next to a gay couple, yeah, a couple of lesbians sat beside us. Were they tuned in? Were they listening? Not sure, but just quite funny that we have that conversation. Sat next to a, a gay couple. It was a great meal. Had a couple of cocktails. And uh, I think then we headed home, did we? Yeah, we headed home and we walked through the park. It was about 10 p.m. And we had a slow walk through the park, admiring the trees, admiring what a quiet night it was. The moon was out, not full, but close. The moon was out. It was a bright night. And we took our time going through the park. We sure did. And that was it. That was the end of Thursday. And it's taken me a while to get through Thursday. So somehow I'm going to need to really speed this up. Thursday, Friday. Friday was an admin day, of course. Admin day. We went to... Here's the thing. We went to El Ganso. Coronado... I always want to say Coronado Chris. I don't know why. Is it because I've been spent more time in Coronado than... I can't even say it. <laughs> I can't even say it. Carolina. 
I think it'd be about equal. No, I spent more time in Coronado. I spent a few days in Coronado in San Diego. Shout out to Rehet. I am a, if you're listening, Rhett, you're not. But uh, if you are, smash that subscribe button if you haven't done so yet. Um, I always struggled. I always want to say Coronado Chris, and I don't know why. Maybe one day there will be a Coronado Chris tuned in. But right now, so of course, Carolina Chris. Um, I've completely forgot what I was talking about. Sometimes these tangents can go on for too long. They really can. But no, what I was mentioning was Carolina Chris, an avid Spanish learner, down in Mexico, really earning his stripes in the Spanish tongue. He'll know what I, he'll say, El Ganso, El Ganso, I saw that in my textbook last week. It means goose. And what's a goose? It's Georgie's spirit animal. Georgie fucking loves geese. They have a deep spiritual meaning to Georgie. And it's an area of fascination. So we went to Alganso not knowing, or at least with Georgie not knowing where she was eating. This is somewhere where she frequents or did frequent prior to Saturday. I said, you realize, you realize what Alganso means, Georgie? It means goose. So that was exciting. But we didn't enjoy the service from Alganso. So, um, as, as we talk about a lot on the show, we do get a lot of sponsorship requests, you know. Proposals, shall I say. Will you sponsor us on the show? This is what we'll pay. This is who we are. This is our business. And we're, we're open to all proposals. There's a number that we will not work with. Hurt, I'm looking at you. Hinge, I'm looking at you. Hinge may have been where the connection was made with myself and Georgie, but we will not be allowing any sponsorship. We will not be promoting Hinge on Searching for Grandpa. We will also not be out sponsoring El Ganso, somewhere where Georgie has spent much of her week working, drinking their coffee, when it was quiet. You know, did she go in there and sit down for three hours working on her laptop when it was prime time and packed and people were eating meals and drinking wine no she was in there when it was dead she was a patron of a quiet cafe working leading her to say to me before we went there lovely place they do flamenco on i think tuesday or wednesday evenings and they're really friendly here i said well i'll go to a place even if it's average if they're friendly you know sign me up Coffee's fucking bang average. The food's bang average, but, you know, Tim, Tim behind the bar or Lucy, the waitress, fucking friendly. You know, I enjoy their company. So if I can get a coffee with that company, I'll check it out. But uh, despite ordering a cup of coffee, a couple of coffees after, you know, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, again, in a quiet cafe, restaurant, we get handed our check, handed the bill. Normally, normally we don't let people stay on their laptops for more than 20 minutes. So, um, you know, we'll let this one slide, but thanks a lot, guys. Motherfuckers, kicking us out, kicking us out. Just poor behavior. A blanket rule, which didn't work at the time. Of course, if it was busy, we wouldn't have been sat in there. We have common sense, social etiquette business etiquette but we've been in there you know a short while 
sitting in the window, enjoying our day, and, and we got kicked out. So El Ganso, there's a good chance that one of you will be listening right now. Stay subscribed, tell your friends about it. We need to find Grandpa, but you've got to change your ways. You know, you don't grow a business by being unfriendly. You don't. You've lost two customers, definitely one customer. I'm a little far away right now, but I won't be coming back until there's new ownership. And that's the damage you've done. You've lost... Even if Georgie just had the one coffee today, you've missed multiple future coffees, wines, and tapas from Georgie just because you were, you were just leaning back on a, on a blanket rule which doesn't work when it's not busy. So Alganso, in fact, to any of our listeners tuned in right now, I highly recommend you don't go to Alganso. You know, if you're walking down the street and you see a goose up on the signage, stay clear. Cross the street. You are not welcome there, especially not with a laptop. Georgie was, at the time, it was an important laptop occasion too. She wasn't just trying to avoid conversation with myself, as far as I'm aware. She might have been. Georgie, you might have been. I'm not sure. She was finalising her application for a creative... um, Oh, I've forgotten the name of it. I've forgotten the name of... I remember the name, Villa, Villa or Villa Lena. A creative... What's the word? Georgie, I know you're screaming it at the micro, you know, the microphone at your radio right now. This is it, this is it. It's a simple word, but she's applying for a three-month stint at a creative residence slash hotel in southern Italy where other like-minded applicants, creative, writers, actors, painters, musicians, rappers, grime artists, all apply. I think there's 15 spots available. And, uh, you know, you spend three months living in this charming, idyllic, gorgeous, Residence. Residency, is that one? Is that the word I'm looking for? Residency? I think it might be. Artist in residen- residency? Yeah, three months in a beautiful setting with fantastically creative people. Can't say fantastic people because just being creative doesn't make you fantastic, of course, but it's, it's often a good sign, you know? Creative minds looking to meet other people, learn new skills make new friends, produce incredible art. Georgie was applying. And we'd like to wish her, everybody searching for Grandpa would like to wish Georgie all the success in the world with winning that application. Free as well. What an experience. Free. Previous guests, friends of Georgie, said it's been, it was the best three months of my life. And who wouldn't want to get that? Who wouldn't want to be guaranteed? Almost guaranteed the best three months of your life. Sign me up. Maybe I'll apply too. And I won't tell Georgie. Georgie, I know you're listening, but otherwise I could have just not told you. I just ro- Oh yeah, I won too. I didn't tell you I was applying? Yeah. Yeah, I rap too. 
I could be I could take the fucking broadcaster spot. You know, you've got painters, poets, MCs, harpists, and then me, E.T., the broadcaster. Hi, yeah, I'm a radio, I'm a radio host. <laughs> What's the name of your show? I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you. Nah, I, th- I feel like we're going to have a friendship, so I just don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you. Um, sound incredible. It does sound incredible. So we, everybody at the show wishes Georgie the best of luck with that. And uh, then we did some acro yoga in the park. Georgie was pretty confident that I would be competent. She's confident of my competence. Did I say that right? She was confident of my competence. Um, I said, let's just, you know, here at the station we're famous for not counting chickens. We don't count chickens here. So I said, let's just just ease up on that confidence because I've got a double hernia and a bad back. And I'm not that flexible. And maybe I'm kind of strong, but... Those are, those are a few things going against me right now for some macro yoga. Um, but we did it. We tried. We tried. I said, this is probably not the thing for me because I got pretty tight. I got a pretty p- tight posterior. My hamstrings are pretty tight. I've been stretching them out. I've been working on it, but they're still pretty tight. So, um... So, uh... Sorry, RJ was offering me a cup of tea. Um, I don't drink tea past the afternoon. Just don't do it. I stay, stay way clear of caffeine. To all of you listeners out there wondering, when do you stop drinking tea, E.T.? About three, four o'clock, okay? So, um, yeah, we, we tried some acro yoga. And to all of those out there, to all of you thinking, what the fuck's acro yoga? I know what yoga is. I don't know what acro means. I know what acro. I know what acrobics are. Acrobics? Acro? Acrobics isn't a word, is it? If it is, I don't know what it means. But it's basically two people on the floor. One's the base. You know, typically the guy, but not always. Let's not assume the guy's on the bottom. The guy's basically a platform for the girl to do yoga upon, and by. By doing so, the guy's also doing yoga. But the guy's the platform. Or at least I was the platform. I'm pretty tall. I'm 6'4". Not 6'5", Georgie. I'm 6'4". And uh, and I've got tight hamstrings. So, you know, bending my feet back, you know, kind of squatting on my... Whilst being on my back, squatting, and then tipping or being able to pull my toes back towards myself to create... Um, a perpendicular platform it's tough for me it's tough for me you know I, th- I, th- I think to all of the acro yogurists out there to all the acro yogis out there here's a question when when acro yogaring ideally would would you be the same height as your partner or you know the closer the better I'm imagining so but I'm a little bit taller than Georgie so it was tough and Georgie I will add is a fantastic yogi very flexible, very strong, very toned. She's she's a yoga. 
I've seen her yoga. I've seen her dance. It's not her. It's me. It's me. And I did feel my potential hernia twinging pretty hard during that session. But we did get her up. And it was fun. It was fun. It was fun to try. I think I disappointed. But um, we can tick it off. We did acro yoga. And it was fun. I would like to get better at it. I will say that. It's all on me. It's on me to get better. I need to get more flexible. I need to be, I need to be flexing every day. Not in the mirror, just at the floor. I think that would help my back tremendously if I was more flexible. I think that's where the problem is with my back. I think it's because I've got tight hamstrings, tight hips. These hips lie. So we did that. Um, then we had to rush off. A busy day of Saturday now, I think about it. Well, then we had to rush off and do some guerrilla gardening. We had to do some guerrilla gardening with Georgie's roommate, housemate. Unfortunately, there were no balaclavas, as anticipated. It was sold to me as a balaclava event, which is largely what made me want to do it. But no balaclavas. BBC were involved, or some subcontractors working for the BBC. And it wasn't on prime time. It wasn't on 6pm news, unfortunately, on Saturday night. But it will be out on Facebook later in the summer. What's guerrilla gardening, you ask? It is greening the cities. Planting plants... Not Well, planting flowers, which are plants. I was assuming we'd be planting vegetables. You know, root vegetables and fucking peas and stuff. That's where my head was, but I was told, no, it's not clean enough to be growing food on the side of the roads, believe it or not, E.T. We'll be planting plants, flowers, of the flower variety, without permission, on the side of the road, at the junction opposite the pub so that's what we did we started digging up the fucking digging up the mud my soft hands a blister appeared on my soft hands after about 20 minutes and I got really fucking soft hands which is something I realised on the weekend when Georgie said you got really fucking soft hands and I said I think I know why I think I know why but I don't think you're going to want to know why they're so soft and she said, okay, please don't tell me. And a few seconds later, she said, okay, why are they so soft? I said, because I, I sweat a lot. My hands and my feet sweat preposterously. I'm the clammy hand guy. I'm the sweaty feet after five minutes of being in shoe guy. Hate to tell you. I know it's going to hit like a rock, but that's me. You know, these soft hands come at a price. It's because they're always wet. They're always damp. The rest of my body, it's got to, you know, it's good. I'm not a big, I'm not a sweaty chest guy, a sweaty back guy. Not a mancito, a sweaty ass guy. But all of my sweat goes out of my, I think it just kind of drains, my sweat glands just drain towards my hands and my feet. I think that's what it is. So they're always wet, they're always moist. They're not dripping wet, of course. Unless I'm playing a you know high stakes game of FIFA with with Mahate Fehemi, but that is probably that's my assumption on why they're so soft because my feet apparently are really fucking soft too. And I did have the I did 
I did tell Georgie, I used to have this, the nickname Soft Hands, but it wasn't because my hands were so soft. It was it was because I was so good at sinking three throws on the court. Soft Hands. So, um, I got a blister. And we're out there. We're out there digging up the grass, planting plants. And uh, the guys... A couple of guys walked past, clad, covered in tweed suits. They had a suit all over their body, each, each of them. One had a big curly moustache, you know the kind of guy I'm talking about. Some would call them hipsters, some would call them old timers. Um, they looked good, they were going to play a show. They were a two-piece, and it's kind of like America. Well, check it out, maybe I'll post it on my Instagram. By my, I mean our Instagram. At searching for grandpa. Well, we, 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 we promise a lot on our Instagram and we don't deliver. Or at least I don't deliver. And I need to sort that out. You know, I'm not trying to tease you listeners, but soon our, our Instagram will be populated. Maybe by the weekend, but I'm getting tired of making broken promises. So maybe I should just keep them. That's an option. But uh, they were going to, to perform and they saw us and appreciated what we were doing and said... We'll play you a couple of songs. I think it was just one, but it was a very apt song. I'm not sure if I can remember it live on the spot here on the mic. Nope, I can't. They sang a song about trees. It was a beautiful moment. You know, we were doing something for the city. They appreciated that. They saw that. They might have thought we were convicts, you know, convicts. They didn't see our chains, but they gave us the benefit of the doubt. And they played us a jingle. Beautiful song. And uh, then they went on their jolly way. What happened then was the guys at the pub over the road saw, saw what was happening and thought, we've got to get in on this. We've got to go and give them some beers. So they came over and gave us two boxes of beer. Because they, they'd kind of tidied up and put some plants in front of their pub. And we were, of course, on the other side of the road. And they thought, that's so nice. You know, that, we can see that. We appreciate that. We see your good peoples have some alcohol. We'll show our affection with alcohol. So it was a beautiful event. You know, the city was coming together. The city was healing. And uh, it shows what, you know, shows how infectious, you know, good deeds are. There's a lesson for you listeners. And, uh, you know, we pitched in. I got my blister. And uh, and then we had to go and make our dinner. We had a dinner which we did not make. We did not make. And uh, due to mainly due to traffic reasons, we missed the dinner. We still went to a vegan pizzeria. Forget the name of it. I would, I would be happy to sponsor them still because it wasn't like they were bad people. It wasn't like the pizza was bad. I think mine just... The, it was a gluten-free vegan pizza. The dough and the base, I'll, I'll commend them for their, their dough-making skills. I probably wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. It was very good. The toppings, however, I just felt like it was lacking. Yes, it was a vegan cheese. I've got no big problems with that. It wasn't good, as good as... You know, real cheese at a good pizzeria. It had the texture. Just the toppings, it just needed more oomph, you know. 
if that was the cheese I don't think vegan cheese can ever be the, the, the component, the ingredient on top. If it can't be on its own. Like uh, a regular pizza, you can just have a cheese slice. You can just have a margarita. The cheese can hold its own. But on a vegan pizza, the, the, the cheese needs backup. It really does. And it didn't have backup. In, you know, and enough numbers on this piece of pizza. Or this half of pizza. It needed some spice. It needed some flavor. It needed some zing. The vegan cheese was just crippled under the pressure. So we, we wolfed that down and then we went to what was both of our first live music show in, you know, probably about a year, probably a year or so, right? Maybe more, well, more than a year. It was my friend Harry's event. He was the promoter. And, uh, you know, it was like an Italian New Order. Georgie wasn't really a fan, which was a shame. It was a shame to not see her enjoyment. But she she recently received some subpar social news, thus affecting her mood, which we understood very much so. We understood. And, yeah, I don't, the music just wasn't really to Georgie's taste. It was, as she said, a little bit emo, it was very Italian, synthy, New Order kind of vibe. I enjoyed it. Georgie didn't so, so much. So, um, But it was great. You know, regardless of whether you like the music or not, it was, it was just cool to be in a club or a bar. It wasn't a bar. A music venue, hearing loud live music and seeing people enjoy it once again. Oh, Georgie's coming in hot. Live. We've got a live texter, guys. We've got a live texter. Georgie, I'm broadcasting about you right now. Thanks for tuning in. This is a long broadcast. We are nowhere near getting to our show notes. Nowhere near. This might be a two-part broadie. It might be the first ever. Actually, that's not true. But it might be a genuine two-part broadie. I mean, I've already been broadying for an hour. And if you've made it this far, it means the world to me. It means the world to us in the search party. It really does. Spread the word. Spread the word. So, um, yeah, we, we went to the show. Georgie went home. She was not feeling great. And uh, Harry had invited me to stick around for a bit and get, have a beer. Because, you know, you can't really talk at a show, can you? So I obliged. Georgie went home. I said, I'll only be an hour. We are living together now. I'll only be an hour. <laughs> um... I think Georgie, I think Georgie, you were glad of some space. I understood that. I understand that. <laughs> and um, yeah, went upstairs. Funnily enough, I had deja vu of being upstairs. I'm pretty sure I'd been upstairs in that establishment before, but I don't remember being downstairs in the music venue, which seems somewhat unlikely unless I went through the window. But uh, yeah, went upstairs, met the Italian guys briefly. I think they went downstairs to sign some butt cheeks and uh, yeah, just kicked it upstairs with Harry, a couple of new Scottish friends of his, which I did enjoy. Nice chatting to them. And uh, yeah, just, just chilled for maybe 45 minutes. Because I thought, you know, I thought Georgie might have even been, you know, a bit pissed that I wanted to stick around. I thought, you know, she wasn't 
feeling too happy, wasn't feeling great. I thought maybe, maybe she did want me to come back with her. There was a bit of, you know, that was a thought that crossed my mind. When I returned, however, it was clear that she was quite happy to have some space. And I was happy to hear that. I was happy that we were on the same page. It was then that Georgie's dear friend, Roberta, who I met on Monday, seemingly a lovely person, they were on the phone and, and, and Roberta said, it's crazy that the second, effectively, date you're having with this person, he's staying for four nights. You're having five days together. And uh, something that hadn't really occurred to me until that point, and I thought, yeah, that's pretty, pretty funny, actually. Now you mention it, I guess we are kind of living together for four or five days. I'm, I'm here on Tuesday thinking it went well. It went well. I don't think it was a terrible decision. Georgie might be listening thinking, you're fucking wrong. I'm still tuned in, but I think you're wrong. Find out on the next episode if I was right or wrong. But um, no, fantastic. It was a busy day now that I think about it. It was a busy day. Saturday. Ooh. I'm stiff. My legs are stiff. Saturday. We. I believe. Is that when we ate breakfast? You don't need a play by play. I'll try and sum this up for you. The main event on Saturday. Well, the first main event was Georgie's art class, art workshop at Stepney City Farm. To all those listening in London, if you're looking to have a fun three-hour trip, a fun three-hour activity in the city centre of London, the CBD, looking for some chaos in the CBD, check out Georgie Mason's Art Workshops. My affiliate code is ET2021 for 0.5% off your workshop where you'll learn to paint, You'll refine your inner youth. You'll meet fun, interesting people and be taught by one of London's hottest painters. It was really fun. And as I said to Georgie directly on a private PSA, I said how lovely it was to spend time in kind of flex my creative muscles. And whilst I am creative and have been creative for years, with lighting, furniture, interior design, bathroom design. This is a different kind of creative, you know? And being around Georgie, being in her workshop and meeting other artists, it's infectious. And it was really fun, really fun. And, um, you know, I have a piece of work to show for it, which is still in the studio. I keep looking at it thinking, this is what I could have done better. This is what I would do better. This is how I would change it if I did it again. But that's it. That's the progress of a broadcasting painter. And then we parted ways. Georgie had to rush off out, out of the city to a friend's uh, birthday party, I believe. A summer bash, a 30th birthday party, no less. She dashed off onto the train. I went to meet... My dear friend Nicholas, who I believe has met Normancito, Nicholas, who I also met in Colombia prior to Normancito, maybe a week or so prior, 
I met him in a hostel in Bogota. Bogota. Swiss. Swiss? He's not Swiss. Belgian Nicholas. I think I was just looking for some... No, Swiss Nicholas doesn't... Isn't alliterated either. Um, met up with Nicholas down in Angel on the canal. And it was absolutely beautiful. I'd never spent any time down on the canal in Angel. Had actually broadcast a few PSAs to our sister station just before this moment. Um, told him that I've found out the identity of one of our listeners and what do I do about it? We had a quick chin wag and then I went and met Nicholas. We sat in the sun by the canal, had a couple of Aperol spritz, shot the breeze, talked about his plans to um, leave the UK and head to Singapore or Bali, which Nicholas, if you listen, I, you know, as I said on Saturday, go for it. I think both great places. Um, but that was lovely being down on the canal. Um, and then I went to watch the Champions League final with Chris, Mr. Christopher Ranson. And uh, yeah, we went to Pub on the Park, down in the den of Pub on the Park with his Chelsea mates. And we watched Chelsea turn over Manchester City in a sh- somewhat of a shock result. Not, you know, not a completely out of the blue, but no, I think the, the vast majority of people were expecting a Manchester City win. And, uh, you know, felt good to be watching a big game like that with people around me. We appreciate that most of our fans aren't big football fans, so we're going to skip the, uh, the, the details on the game and, and such like. But, uh, yeah, went for a few more beers afterwards. Beautiful weather, beautiful evening, and eventually met up with young Georgie once again, which he had returned from the party after drinking two bottles of wine. And that's from somebody that doesn't drink wine. And she was not as drunk as expected, actually, given, given the fact. But um, that wraps up Saturday. 50 minutes on the clock. I've got 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes of recording before we have a short commercial break. Sunday, beautiful breakfast. Lovely little cafe. Highly recommend it. I think it was called the Well Street Cafe for anybody in London, anybody in East London, Hackney particularly. Check out Well Street Cafe. Delicious food, good coffee, nicely painted exterior, friendly staff. Don't go to El Ganso, go to the Well Street Cafe. We plotted what we'd do, where we'd go swimming. For our plan was to spend Sunday tripping on mushrooms and swimming in cold water. We kind of did one of those things. We took a, an hour and 30 minute trip down outside of London into Kent. Should have been an hour and 15, hour and 10, but we, we did miss a key turning. Um, but we went to Hever. Check it out, guys. H-E-V-E-R. Hever, Hever Castle. We went there. We did not see the castle. We went very close. We did not want to pay entry or be around too many people. We were looking for a swimming hole. And uh, we didn't find it. But we did have a beautiful walk. Saw many a buttercup. Looked at them very closely. We looked at the swaying trees. 
we tried to do some breath work. Internet issues prevented us from doing so, unfortunately. We tumbled around in the grass. We started to feel some, some effects of the mushrooms. I think we both started giggling at around about the same time. And uh, Georgie was giggling more than me, but let's not get it twisted. I was giggling and, of course, having a great time, but didn't have the, the, the mushroom giggles. Well, I did a little bit, but Georgie had them more. And we did agree that we were kind of feeling something, but we'd taken just three drops of a, a psilocybin tincture, which, upon later mathematic calculations, it appeared that we'd had you know, something like 03 of a gram um, of mushrooms. So I think, to my understanding, below a microdose. But maybe for Georgie and her, her weight, it was about a microdose. So you would expect to feel some effects. I think that would probably be how I'd... I think Georgie had the microdose and felt the glow of a microdose. And I was... felt a tiny, tinsy bit of a glow. But it was just, you know, a beautiful day. You know, and we were having fun in the sun. Regardless, so of course it was going to be, you know, easier to get carried away. Um, and we ended up at the pub. One of the most, you know, beautiful pub with the name King Henry VIII. Really beautiful pub. We get there at 7, 7.15. Sorry, we've stopped serving food. We said, sorry, I thought it was 7.15. Yeah, we stopped serving at 7. Have you ever heard of such a thing? A pub that doesn't sell food in the evening? On a, on a bank holiday, on a holiday weekend? Yeah, we just don't serve. On, on an e Come on, everyone needs lunch. Everyone wants to go out for a roast dinner maybe, but... People need to eat in the evening. Even those intermittent fasters among us. So uh, we, we eventually, we ended up having some peanuts and a glass of wine and a water. And then we headed to one last pub, or, or another pub, that uh, we had to pre-order at. They then kind of hurried us. Sit down, your food's been waiting. It's getting cold. I said, okay, well... It is our fault that we were late, so don't get stressed out about it. Just give us the food. Don't hurry us around. They threw us down on the table, by the door, by the parking lot, by the car park. You know, as if we were a couple of dogs. We said, eh, we'd probably rather sit in the garden if we could. Is that right? Don't mind if the burger or the uh, risotto gets a little bit colder. Rather not sit by the fucking car park. So we wolfed down our food. Georgie, who can't eat garlic, had the garlic, garlic, garlic-iest, that is a word, risotto in the world. And, uh, and then we hit the road. I forgot to mention here, Georgie crashed the car as we left Shakespeare. She drove very much into one of the bollards and very much ruined her passenger side door. I reassured her that a panel beater could beat that panel out and whilst there is cosmetic damage, I think it could be beat out pretty easily and I hope I'm right. But it was a pretty bad scrape. I mean, it really did dent the door and we will be blaming the mushrooms for that, the mushrooms and the hangover, but it was, it was some considerable damage and we must appreciate that. And uh, due to the fact I then drove home 
another another company that we will not be willing to promote here on the show is Cover. I think it's spelled C U. I don't know how to spell it, but it's not how you spell cover. C U V V R C U V V E R C V R. I think there's a missing vowel in there somewhere. Cover. I tried to use you several months ago when I needed to borrow a car or rent a car. I relied upon you. When I tried to book it, the day of, it didn't fucking work. And I advised your customer support team that it didn't fucking work and I really need that insurance. And uh, once again, I needed insurance. Georgie said, let's use cover. I'll just get it cover quickly. I thought she meant, I th- she said we can do a cover. I thought she meant we can do a cover song. We can sing on the way home, do a cover song. She said no. And that's, you know, Am I going to be able to retell it properly? Georgie made a very funny joke that I'm probably going to butcher now about how the police would stop us, ask us to see our insurance, and we'll say, oh, we didn't get any, we, we, we just, we've got a cover song for you instead, and we'll sing the song, we'll sing the cover song, and he'll say, okay, that's pretty fucking good. You're good, don't worry about it, guys, have a good day comedy real good comedy there i should have just broadcast i should have just recorded our whole weekend and then i could have just snipped the clips and just added it in no, that would be a bit that would be a step too far in the, the world of a broadcaster but we would like to highlight how funny that was and uh yeah we eventually made it home sunday wrapped up leaving us with one final day which we'll get up to after this short commercial break from one of our favourite jingle producers. Okay, and a very warm welcome back to all of you beautiful listeners. It's now 8.33pm PST here. The sun has gone in. We've just saved the last segment onto the hard drives here at the station. We're on 5% battery on the generator. And of course, we haven't got to our show notes yet. We haven't touched on anything that Normancito said on his incredible show, which I did listen to on Saturday before I met up with Nicholas. It was an incredible show. It was definitely up there in the top 20 of my favorite shows of Normancitos. And I haven't even touched upon it yet, and I've been broadcasting for an hour and 20 minutes. I've got 5% battery, 5% juice on the generator. So I'm just going to finish up this segment on maybe even today's show with a recap on Monday, yesterday. Maybe it'll be a brief recap. Do need to keep it short. But it was the big brunch. Another beautiful day in England, in London. Georgie was hosting a brunch. I was, of course, a co-host. Yet again, I was a co-host. And I felt comfortable. We, what shall I say, Georgie made shajuka. My pronunciation might be wrong. I've never eaten it before before Monday. Before yesterday, I'd never eaten shajuka. Shajuka? Shashuka. The Turkish baked egg dish. Expertly crafted by Georgie. To pair with it, we had guacamole, which I have eaten before. Oh, Georgie's coming in hot right now. With a, with, a, with a PSA. I wonder what she's saying. Georgie, I wonder what you're saying. Of course, this is in the, in the past that we're talking about. 
But you're listening to this right now. Are you saying... E.T., E.T., are you broadcasting right now? Because I am. But I'm also wasting time when I have very little juice on my phone. Slash broadcasting device, slash microphone. So yeah, we had chajuca, we had guacamole, and I made some Bloody Marys. And Georgie's dad, Georgie's father station, will be glad to know that there were no bloody shames at the brunch. Of course, bloody shame being... Georgie's dad's name for a virgin Bloody Mary, which I do agree, redundant. Redundant. But I made some Bloody Marys. I was happy with them. I was. So was everybody else, seemingly. And uh, it was just a lovely time. Sat in the garden, baking under the sun, which I think got up to around 22 Cs. For all you F people out there, I think that's about 72, 73 maybe? Maybe up to 75. I don't think it's that high. Um, Yeah, meeting Georgie's friends. We had Tim, the wood spooner. Sorry, the wood, the spoon, wooden spoon carver, or so Georgie put it, who is in the workshop next to Georgie's. He affirmed that he was not a wooden spoon carver. He's a woodworker. And he does much more than wooden spoons. Tim and his girlfriend came, both lovely people. I did enjoy them. We had Roberta, Georgie's psychiatrist friend, who has been conducting studies with psilocybin, which is very interesting to me. And unfortunately, I didn't have time to really, didn't have the chance to, I didn't speak to her directly, you know, one-on-one too much, because it was, you know, a social event with many people. We weren't sat next to each other and we didn't have a great deal of time because your boy had to get on the train. Met Harriet, another fellow artist who Georgie will be doing a show with in August, I believe. She wanted to get into Webflow a little bit to do her website. She already knows how to code a little bit. So we wish her luck. There was Charlie, another painter whose work I have seen and it is fantastic. I'll drop her I'll drop a link in the in the notes in the, in the in the notes of today's show. I do recommend you check out all of these artists. It was just a lovely time, lovely time in the sun, meeting new people. It was just the event that people, you know, it was a. This this was the beginning of the summer, and this was seemingly, you know, the, the back back to reality weekend for a lot of people. I think, good weather. Lots of you know bank holiday, holiday weekend, social events, sunshine, live music. Today, recently, just a couple of hours ago, I saw that today was the first day since since the pandemic began where there was no COVID-related deaths in the UK, which was a momentous day. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but it seems like it might be true. Or if somebody did die due to COVID. They just didn't tell the authorities yet. We do wish whoever that is to rest in peace today. And we're going to wrap it up here for for right now because I'm probably going to lose this any second now. And I want to wrap up today's show. Don't want to have to do this again. You've been an absolutely wonderful audience. (laughs) It's been a momentous show. We've, of course, not got into any of the show notes. We've probably got another hour to do. 
but given the length of the shows thus far and the lack of generator power, we're going to wrap it up. As I said, fantastic audience. Please just stay tuned. So much more to come. And we thank you for listening. Tell your friends. We need to find Grandpa. It's getting beyond a joke. Much love from your boy, El Torpedo. <laughs>